Hello, beautiful souls. Welcome back to the Soul Prince podcast. I'm your host, Akashic Beck, and today's pre-recorded episode is being shared on Soul Prince. I cannot wait for all of you to listen. I had the pleasure of interviewing Ian Robinson of Reiki Zen Healing. He is based in the UK, and as his name implies, he is a Reiki healer as well as an intuitive who is here to help people on their healing journeys. Uh, He is truly a remarkable, kind soul, and I cannot wait for you to find out all about him. So enjoy the show. Hi, beautiful souls, and welcome back to the Soul Prince podcast. I'm your host, Akashic Beck, and joining me today is a fellow uh, practitioner of mine. He is a Reiki practitioner as well, and he's come here today to share a little bit about Reiki and what that looks like and um, how he is helping people heal all over the world. Um, He hails from the UK, is that correct? I do indeed, yes. (laughs) (laughs) And please welcome to the podcast, Mr. Ian Robinson. Thank you for being here, Ian. Yay, Yay, we finally did it. (laughs) Well, we can go now. That's it, done. (laughs) Yeah, okay, bye. (laughs) That's so funny. So tell me, Ian, how are you doing today? Because today is such a powerful energetic day. Um, It is the partial solar eclipse and the new moon in Scorpio. So there's like all this like very like (laughs) deep, like sponge-like energy going on. How are you handling these energies? To be honest with you, I'm handling them better than I have done probably for this week. I've been actually a lot better than what I have been for about three weeks, two or three weeks. I've since when Mercury retrograde finished, um, I was just like, boom, everything just went so flat for me. And I was just, I was so, um, I just felt really heavy. I felt really fed up. My vibe was really low. I was thinking, what is going on here? What is this? It just felt absolutely crazy. And other people that I spoke to, they were feeling like the same. Um, And also, there seemed to be a lot of people um, during this sort of time where they were either um, poorly or they just felt out of sorts or there was just things that were going wrong. Um, People just didn't have any flow. There just seemed to be lots of crashes within people's lives and Mm. it just seemed to be like this big sort of like, of just like energy and what have you um but i must admit this week um i am i am feeling better i am feeling a lot better and and i think that's because um this last sort of because i was feeling so low before um and i really couldn't i really could not be bothered it it took me all my time to just do any sort of meditation or any sort of work on myself really and then it got to a point where I just thought you know what I'm just going to have to just get on with it clear this work on this and and just like try and shift it to pull myself back out of this funk so I did lots of saging lots of salt baths lots of energy work did lots of reiki on myself um, and then started to actually feel a lot lighter a lot better I thought ah right okay it's starting to shift it's starting to work Mm -hmm. Um, so I did that for for a few consecutive days and starting to get get myself back onto an even keel, back onto a track. So at the minute, fingers crossed, I'm okay. <laughs> okay, good. 
<laughs> yes, it's like you had to do all this prep work so that when this day finally got here, you know, you were like, I'm anchored in, I'm good, I'm yeah. grounded. Yeah, give me yes. all you got. <laughs> yeah, really. It, it's like, don't say that too loud, you know. Like, no. <laughs> <laughs> you don't know what the universe is going to drop at our oh, doorstep, know, yeah. right? <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. Oh my gosh. Okay. So Ian, please tell us a little bit about yourself. Tell us like where you're from. Um, tell us what it is that you do. Exactly. So yeah. So obviously I'm based in the UK and um, for, for many, many years, I did struggle with, with mental health and things like that. Mm-hmm. And then discovered meditation um, coincidentally. And then, um, and then discovered um, um, Reiki. Um, and decided that when I'd started my Reiki journey, um, I did my level one. And as soon as I'd done my level one, I thought, that's it. I need to, I need to like learn this and get this out there and make people more aware of what, what this amazing energy is that mm. can benefit people's lives in so many wonderful ways. And, and you know, along the journey, I've come to meet people, obviously, like yourself and, and other healers and energy healers. And this this union and, and this uh, just, I don't know, it's just like, there's just something that people like that, you know, that call themselves healers or whatever, or work on some sort of that level. There's just some magical connection between everybody. And, and, and the more you sort of become enveloped by it all, um, the more you want to learn, the more you want to know, that the more magical it becomes and, and the more magical people become that you become connected to. Um, because I, I just find that as soon as I started doing like meditation, um, it gave me such such clarity of mind, such focus to be able to see kind of a way out of the situation I was in. Mm-hmm. But then when I found Reiki um, and, and I had a few sessions with my Reiki master and then um, something changed. I, I don't know what it was. I couldn't put my finger on what it was, but something changed and something happened but I knew it was for the better. And then, and then I had some more sessions Then, then I, I knew I had to know more about it and learn it. And that's just been like kind of a journey going from level one right through to the master, master teacher level, which is where I'm at now. Um, and it's just been, it's just been beautiful. It's really it such a, a wonderful, wonderful journey and the people that you meet along the way um, and the various tools as well that you um, intuitively pick up on that you need to use within your practice crystals and, and cards and mm-hmm. sage and palo santo and incense and singing bowls and all this amazing stuff that all has an energy about it very cool so do you incorporate any of those things in with um, your practice oh yeah yeah i mean i i only work distantly um i did do a little bit of contact work but it seemed to be the distance work is where it was at for me mm. um so I've kind of focused on that mainly and it's it's been really really beneficial and so many people have found the benefit from it um and even even them like like myself when I discovered Reiki they don't, they don't really know what it is that's changing they just know that something is happening and something is changing for the better mm-hmm. um and then then the kind of like after maybe so many sessions, I don't know, four, eight, however many it might be, it kind of like whatever um, issue they came to me with has been resolved. 
But then they're also finding that there's other issues. These layers are starting to like lift and it's starting to lift all these layers from within that also need healing. So they're starting to discover other parts about themselves mm-hmm. that, that expose themselves to be healed. And, and that's very much like what a healing journey is, it's about all these different layers of discovery. Um, so, so yeah, so, but getting back to your initial question, um, yeah, so I mean, I love using crystals with with distance work as well, mm-hmm. and and using. I mean, I, I have like a selenite dish here with with all my crystals and that I use for client work. I've got loads of crystals over there that I have for my own personal connect collection. Um, I use like Palo Santo for cleansing, smudging like around this area where I do the healing work. Mm-hmm. Um, I use sage for the room. I've got various. I've got things like room sprays and what have you and singing bowls either <laughs> and then oracle cards and tarot cards just if, because i like to at the end at during or after a session i like to give uh, an oracle card for for the client mm. and it just helps to give them some sort of like guidance or clarification as to 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 what they're going through maybe or maybe what's about to happen um and it just gives them a little bit of um bit of an idea of direction within the life really Mm-hmm. That's excellent, excellent. Um, so, for those who maybe have never heard of Reiki <laughs> or don't know what Reiki, <laughs> what exactly Reiki entails, could you kind of give us a definition of what Reiki is, at least to you? <laughs> so, um, Reiki to me, I mean, re- the word Reiki is split up into two names, so it's, it's Re and then Ki. Um, so the word key means basically like universal energy or energy. Um, and it's a key and chi or prana are like mm-hmm. a lot of the um, Eastern philosophies of, mm-hmm. of energy. Um, and this energy is something that flows around and through everybody. Mm-hmm. The word ray means kind of universal source, God energy. So it's like it's um, this, I don't know, you, you may want to call it spiritual energy, you may want to call it source energy, you might want to just call it universal energy, but it's, it's this universal energy that we all have around us that mm-hmm. flows through us. And if you think of something like Star Wars, when they talk about the force, it's pretty much <laughs> yeah. like that. Um, it's, it's that sort of um, same kind of philosophy around it. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, so when you go to see a, a Reiki practitioner, um, what they will do is they, they will place their hands if it's on a contact session on the various points on the body and mm-hmm. um, where either where they'll be intuitively drawn to go to or they might just want to use a chakra system and run down the seven chakras mm-hmm. and then they will they will channel this energy through them um in through their palms of their hands and into the client and it's exactly the same as what i do with distance work but i use a diagram of a person and so it has the full body and and I will just work down the body and I will place the, the crystals on the various chakras of the body. Mm-hmm. And even distantly, I feel, I feel heat. I feel cool spots. I feel something that might be going on with that person. Mm-hmm. Um, and then when I, when I will relay the information back to them, um, there, they actually say, Oh, well, yeah, actually I have been feeling this in this area and that's been going on. So, you know, it, it does kind of like tally up. Um, and it's, I can't really, the best way I can kind of understand it and explain it is when we talk like in the realms of, of quantum healing or the quantum field, if you want to talk mm-hmm. about physics, mm-hmm. it's that connection. So it's, it's your, your intention um, is, is, is the key. So if your mm-hmm. intention is to, to help someone, where your intention goes, the energy mm-hmm. will flow to that person and they will receive that healing energy mm-hmm. and it will help them feel relaxed. It will speed up their 
natural body's healing process and it removes blocks and anything like that that might be stopping them in life creating pain or discomfort very cool yes and and you're so right about you know intention intention is Mm. everything it's so important in this kind of healing work that we all do in the spiritual community um having that intention will will like you said direct that energy to where it needs to go um and that's why it's that's why it's so important and and tell me if you agree why we tell people you know um like it's it's good to focus on having the intention of healing for yourself um Mm. or having you know redirecting your thoughts to you know a higher vibrational type of energy uh you know i am healed i am this i am that you know the things that you want to call in and because that's intention too right Mm -hmm. oh absolutely yeah and our words are so powerful um so it's it's all kind of in the same wheelhouse like it's almost like help me help you right yeah yeah. And and yeah. calling in these intentions uh, for ourselves is something that our clients can do. And, and, and it doesn't cost a thing to say a word, right? <laughs> so. No, absolutely. Yeah. And, and word, words are powerful and words are mm-hmm. healing. And, and even sometimes if you've got something you can feel within yourself going on and you're not sure what it is, if you mm-hmm. actually just speak to yourself and speak to your body and just say, you know, why am I feeling this? This why is this? Why is this firing up now? Why why am I experiencing this pain or this discomfort? Mm-hmm. Um, and and sometimes if if you go if you re- can really connect to yourself, mm-hmm. there will be an inner voice and an inner calling that will say, you know, you're experiencing this because of this, mm-hmm. or you're experiencing this because of this. Mm-hmm. And sometimes, well, what I've done is if I've um, experienced anything out of the blue or some random pain or any sort of discomfort, I will actually just say, can you take this away, please? And I will ask, you know, just for that pain or whatever it is, just to be, just to go. And then mm-hmm. within a, within minutes, it's gone, you know? So it's just like that intention and that focus of thought and mind mm-hmm. upon upon your body or anybody else's body mm-hmm. um, has the ability to, to heal. Exactly. And our body is always listening. You know, mm. it's listening to our thoughts. It's listening to our words. It's listening to our emotions. Yeah. Um, it's very important, you know, what you input, you know, into the body, you know, to create that kind of healing. And you're so right, too, about the layers. You know, it's mm. like, and, and people think, oh, well, you know, it's a streamlined process, point A to point B <laughs> of, of healing. And it's like, no, it is yeah, it's all yeah. over the place. It is. How wrong they are. Yeah. <laughs> it's very messy, you know. Yeah. Um, and I think that's what's so beautiful about the work that you do is you're like, I'm literally like, I'm, I'm taking away the layers and I'm mm. seeing, you know, and it's very, it can be very vulnerable for people, you know, that's why. Mm-hmm. I mean, I personally think it's so it's such a beautiful display of trust that people mm. have um, in in coming to you know spiritual healers like yourself. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. just honoring that bond because do you do you get kind of bonded with your clients? Yeah, yeah, I do. Yeah. It's, <laughs> it's, um, it's wonderful to to watch the journey to see how they how they kind of start out and 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 the journey that they take and mm-hmm. you know the journeys are often like they can be up and down you know they can be like waves and mm-hmm. and then people will say well why am I feeling like this surely I should be feeling better 
Well, not always. Sometimes things need to be released or let go. Um, right. and, and the reason why you're experiencing this is for you to understand and see that there's an aspect of your life that's making you react in this way or feel a certain way. And, and what has happened on your healing journey is actually exposing that mm-hmm. for you to be aware of it. And once you're, once you're aware of it, um, your light of consciousness can go to that area and it can release it and let it go. Right. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So powerful. Mm-hmm. Um, so Ian, if you don't mind, can you share a little bit of, we'll kind of backtrack. Um, can you share about your spiritual journey and your path to awakening with us? Oh, crikey. Um, <laughs> uh, where do we start? Where do we go? So Maybe the yeah, condensed I mean, version, right? <laughs> condensed, condensed version. I'll condense it down. So um, probably early 20s, early to mid 20s, I was going through a lot of alcohol stuff and you know, mm. lots of sort of addiction things. And then sort of mid 20s, I started going on this sort of mental health roller coaster and a bit of a crash. Got to my late 20s. Um, was diagnosed with depression, anxiety, and started having panic attacks as well. And then, um, so I was given like this kind of cocktail of, of medication to kind of try and deal with it, right. um, which I suppose like on a level it did, but on the other side of the coin, um, I was kind of like more of a zombie really. Mm. Um, and it was it was one day really, well, there was a few days where it was it, this where the, the events were quite profound. There was one day I went out, um, I took the dog to the park, and I just felt something was happening to my body. I didn't really know what it was, and my heart started going like really, really fast. And I felt all this tingling in my hands and in my feet. And and this is where I discovered that I just thought I need to go home. Mm-hmm. So I went back home and then found out later that it was a panic attack that I suffered from. Mm-hmm. Um, and then probably about a week later, it was a similar uh, set of circumstances. And I went back out, took the dog out and I was in the park. And normally p- parks are like kind of like really green. And, you know, you've got the grass, you've got the blue skies, you've got the birds singing. And it was just like everything just seemed like black and white. It just seemed like mm-hmm. so... And I just thought, I just don't want to do this anymore. I just felt so heavy. It felt so dark. But then the next day, I did the same thing again, went out. And it was a total, it was like this veil had been lifted off. And the sky was so blue and the leaves are so green. And I was just like, and it was like, the, the light was so bright in my eyes. I was just like, what is this? This is like, this is like crazy. And it's a totally different feeling to the day, to the day previous. Um, little did know that I was starting to kind of like go on this sort of spiritual journey and all, already by then I'd started meditating mm-hmm. um, and um, became quite kind of proficient at it so I, I, I'm guessing I'd kind of connected to my energy a little bit mm-hmm. um, and and after that it was just like there was like weird chains of events and weird circumstances that happened around the home or around me um, um, just like spooky things that were happening around the house and, and wow. then like hearing voices and things turning themselves off and on and and <laughs> like um one of one of my dogs that I'd had, had had passed away like years previous and I felt her kind of jump on the bed because she was quite a heavy dog wow. but I didn't have I didn't have a dog at that time and so I felt all these sort of like weird, and I could feel presences around me and I didn't really know it was kind of like scared the crap out of us to be honest with you yeah um, I bet. Yeah. <laughs> but then um years later it, it just kind of like became 
I need to know more. I need to know more about what's going on. I need to understand why I'm why I'm feeling this, why I'm connecting to that. And it just became like kind of like this roller coaster journey. Um, and then because the meditation gave me this clarity of, of mind, it, I knew I had to leave the job I was at because it was such a negative place to be. Mm. Um, and I went to a different job, which is where I found out on on a on a fireplace on, on in a, in the coffee shop where I worked um, these leaflets about Reiki. And I was, something just went ping in the back of my mind. And I was just like, oh, I need to, there was something in that that I need to know about it and discover more. And then the guy that was on the on the leaflets on the picture, he, he came pretty much every day to the coffee shop. So we kind of like built a bit of a rapport and a bit of a bit of a data. I got to find out about Reiki and went for some sessions with him. And then it's just kind of like, it's just gone on and on and on. Um, and then after being attuned to Reiki with one was when I um, came into contact with my spirit guides and um, a couple of my animal guides and then, then a, a Native American guide and all this, all this stuff was going on. And, and, and again, I was, but I was, I was more kind of like aware of it. So it wasn't scaring me. It was like, it was actually like a really loving, powerful um, force that I was became aware of. And, and I just, and still now I'm just becoming more aware of more and more and more and, mm. and, and things are just becoming clearer. My clairaudience is slowly becoming clearer and clairvoyance and, and all this sort of stuff that kind of it comes part and parcel with the, with the whole package, really. Absolutely. So, so you signed up for the, uh, for the, on the, the Reiki information on the pamphlet yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I've, I've um, got in touch, and then, and then, because um, his his first session was free anyway. Right. Um, so I went along. He said, "Well, you know," he said, "You got nothing to lose. First session's free. Come along, give it a go, see what you think." Mm-hmm. Went along, did it. Sort of, kind of like when it finished, I floated out off on a cloud, and I was <laughs> like, "I don't really know what just happened, but I feel yeah. really, really good." Um, and then it, it just kind, of, yeah, it just kind of continued and went on, and then. Um, even, even I think it was maybe that's the second session I had with him. I was seeing his spirit guide and then I was seeing other things and I was seeing um, relatives of his like in my mind's eye. And I would, and I, I explained like what I was seeing. He was just like, oh, he said, yeah, that's that's, that's my one of, one of my spirit guides and that's such and such. And that's another person. And I was just like, OK, so. <laughs> yeah. So you just like unlocked everything. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Crazy. Absolutely crazy. But that fun. Is, <laughs> yeah. Told, it, it's so fascinating because you're just like, you know, we've been told, conditioned our whole life to say, oh, that stuff's not real or mm. that's just your imagination or you're crazy or blah, blah, blah. All those things that we hear, you know, <laughs> and yeah, yeah, it's absolutely. so it's so powerfully validating whenever Mm -hmm. you finally realize like okay this is what's happening putting the dots together you know yeah and being able to use that like you said in your practice yeah and I mean it's even better when you get validation from the information that you do get and you do realize actually you're not making this stuff up Mm -hmm. you know it's information that you can forward on to people and they're like how did you know that I was like just a feeling (laughs) just a feeling that I got I mean I'm not always right and you know but you know a lot of the time that there is something there that will mm-hmm. and I, I will I will give them I mean for is for is for instance um <clears throat> there was uh, a, a, a friend uh, a daughter of a friend wanted some Reiki to help and and I was picking up all this information and, I, and I'd seen like cocktail glasses 
um, with like the umbrellas in, you know, like the time type you get on holiday. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then I was seeing like a cabin in the woods. And I'd said to her, I said, for some reason, you're having dis- a dispute at the minute between where you want to go on holiday. I said, you either want to go for a beach holiday or you want to go for a forest cabin holiday. She was like, well, actually, we've done both. We're booking both. I was like, all right, OK, so well, that's fine. I, I know that that's the reason why I'm seeing mm-hmm. that. But then I was kind of showing a monkey and I, and I said, you're going to stay somewhere and there's going to be a monkey there. And I said, I don't know why I'm staying a monkey. And it, it kind of like freaked her out a little bit, which understandably. And then like kind of, I think it was about two weeks later, she took a photo of where she was staying in in, in a friend's house. And in the bedroom, hanging from the, from the wardrobe was this big cuddly monkey. And she was like, can you believe that? I'm just like. Who would have thought? Yeah. Who would have thought it? You know. Yes. Oh, and so much validation. I love it. That is such a cool story. Um. So my next question for you is: Now you're an SCHH practitioner as well, correct? No, 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 no. No? I've I've had sessions, but I'm not a practitioner. You've had sessions. Okay. Yeah. Could you tell me a little bit about, um, you know, your experiences with that, if you don't mind sharing? No, oh, they've been absolutely like profound, really, really, really good. Um, I felt very comfortable through the whole process of of being guided into it, being guided into the faith state, and 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 what have you. But um, yeah, and I mean, there's there's been there's been loads of stuff that's come up through the sessions, and it's it's gone. They've all gone onto like my YouTube channel, um, and. At the end of the man, I never really remember much of what I've seen or experienced. So when I watch the videos back, I'm just like, well, where's all this stuff coming from? You know, it's just like, <laughs> like kind of like weird information. Really? Um, but I mean, my experience of it, of, of, of that side of things has been absolutely like amazing. And I felt like at the very end of the sessions when things have been released um, <clears throat> or something, something from a past life may have been exposed and, and 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 let go of um i've actually felt that shift when i've come to the end of the session and i've kind of like come out and i'm just like wow and like whatever i was experiencing that maybe there's i think what one of the sessions i had something on on my neck or it was like um i think i was i was actually tortured i was crucified on a cross for for using white magic rather rather than they wanted me to use black magic so I was like kind of like a, a light worker so they kind wow. of stuck me to the cross and burned me but this curse was was uh, on my shoulders um and we'd lifted that off um mm. I think this was in a session with Tony Maori from Ropes and Wings okay we lifted, we lifted that off and at the very end when we finished I was just like wow, my shoulders feel absolutely amazing. They didn't feel heavy, they didn't feel tight, they just felt so loose. And I, and I felt like my whole vibration had lifted a little bit more. I just felt amazing. Um, but it did take me probably probably a day to reground, to really get back. I was a little bit clumsy, I must admit. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it affects everybody very differently. But yes, mm, I can totally yeah. see how it would it would be you'd be like okay hang on I have to orient myself again (laughs) (laughs) absolutely yeah I mean I went to make a I went downstairs to make just like a cup of tea and and I couldn't even get that right (laughs) oh my gosh I was I was that sort of floating you're British you know tea (laughs) (laughs) exactly (laughs) if that tells you anything yes (laughs) oh my gosh wow that is so powerful um 
and speaking of past lives, like, have you, how far have you delved into your past lives? Um, well, I've had three, I've had three SCH, SCHH sessions so far. My first one was with Karen Stamper. Mm -hmm. Second one was with Tony, um, Tony Maori. And the third one was with Shannon Gardner. Mm -hmm. And each one, um, I've gone into past lives. And the last one with Shannon, I actually went into three different past lives. Um, I think the one with Tony, I think I went to two. Mm-hmm. And the one with Kaz, I think I went into two as well. Okay. Um, and they were all like, no, actually the one with Kaz, I think I went into three because it kind of like transitioned because Kaz didn't know who she was talking to at the time because my personality kind of changed. So I went from being this sort of this Greek god um, who was like sort of overseeing people, but he didn't like the position he was in. And he, he had like a bit of a disdain for authority. And then it kind of like went to somebody else who was more of um, kind of a a Buddha type figure, I suppose. Um, and he was talking about kind of like new earth and the different vibrations of earth and, mm-hmm. and the various shifts that the earth's got to go through. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, the, the, but they were absolutely fascinating. But the visuals were so like for me, I mean, I know everybody's different, but the visuals for me were were just so clear. And, mm-hmm. and it was like... Um, it was like, you know, when you like read a book, like a really good fiction book with like great imagination and great sort of descriptions of things. It was like that. And your imagination's kind of like really taken over because you're seeing everything. It was just like that, but obviously without the words. And as you were seeing it, it was playing out scene by scene. As, and as you were going through it, through the motions, you were like actually there with your energy. But really amazing, profound it is. It's so, it, yeah. it gives you chills. You're just like, wow, you know, that, but this was yeah. really me. Like, I, and, and it still is you. It's just you in a, in a different yeah. form, in a different body. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I was just curious, like, you know, it, any of your, you know, cause I work in the realm of past lives a lot of times. So um, I was just curious, like, you know, how, those past lives like resonated with you in this current incarnation like do you see aspects of yourself from those past lives in your current life yeah um because well it's funny because the greek god guy have had this kind of like disdain for authority and that's kind of like me now <laughs> I, don't, <laughs> I don't really like like kind of like um higher up figures i don't know there's just something about them where they just kind of I don't know, maybe they just mm-hmm. think that there's something else. I don't know, but there's just something about them that I'm just I'm very mistrustful of. There's, there's, I always feel there's like an agenda behind them. Um, right. so, so that's, that's kind of like resonates with me on some level. Um, so very much so with that. And then like experiencing the Buddha type figure, you know, for, for going into, you know, starting my healing journey within meditation and calling my company Reiki Zen, um, you know, it was very, very closely kind of like situated and, and, and how much I love using meditation alongside Reiki, especially for my own practice, for my own self-healing. Um, so, so powerful, really is. Yeah. Wow. That is powerful. And, and I, 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 I just, as soon as you said that, I saw the correlation. I was like, duh. <laughs> like, <laughs> hell, Reiki Sin, hello. Oh my gosh. <laughs> that is so amazing. So, so in the lifetime where you were like this Buddha type 
person i mean do you do you like really connect with buddha do you work with buddha um in your practices um, and channelings and such i i know that i have like a a a buddhist i think tibetan monk that works with me um mm. and that's that's something that's come from an akashic reading that i've had like a few years ago mm -hmm. um and and she'd mentioned that so then for that to come up in in this um and then for me to take the path that i'm taking as well it kind of like it's all a little like sort of like little blocks that go in that led to make the path that you're that you're actually traveling on mm -hmm. and little things like start to make sense you're like ah okay so that's why that's happened and that's why that's happened and it's just funny watching the breadcrumb trail that you've created and, right. and, you, and you wonder like well where's it going to go next what, what <laughs> where, where's it where's it moving to now yeah right yeah it, yeah and it remains to be seen that's the the frustrating yet beautiful part about all of it, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. so my next question um is how has your spiritual journey and um you know coming into this you know place where you know you're healing people and stuff how has that affected your relationships like with your friends your family your partners and things like that yeah it's I know when I was going through this kind of transition and this this awakening process, um, I I used to go out obviously quite a lot, mm -hmm. um, and that just kind of like stopped altogether. And then all those people that I would go out with just kind of like just vanished. It was like, oh. so I felt very very lonely, and I felt mm -hmm. very much on my own for a long period of time. Um, Looking back now, I know that I needed to be on my own to heal from various things that I need to heal from. Um, and, and, and that's kind of continued in a way, but on the other side of things, the connections that I've made with people like yourself and other people like around the world, you know, it, it's a totally different form of, of connection and friendships. You know, it, it's even though we're so far apart, it's much deeper and it's much more on, on a knowing basis rather than just, uh, oh, let's go out and get this or let's go out and do that. You know, it's, it's a much deeper connection that you have with these like-minded souls. And mm -hmm. even um, even like my parents, you know, I was quite, um, I didn't think me, me parents would quite, quite kind of quite get it or understand it. Um, but my mom's like, just like, she's like lapping it up. She absolutely, absolutely <laughs> loves it. Um, my dad's kind of like on the fence with it. He knows what I do um, and he knows about it. I don't talk that much about it to him because he's kind of like just a meat and two veg kind of guy. So he's very much down to earth, very, <laughs> yeah. very grounded, very, you know, typical dad type of dad. Um, and my brother actually, he's very much aware because he's had Ricky before because, I mean, he's traveled um, like the Far East and Japan and India and Tibet and he's met the Dalai Lama and all that sort of stuff. So he's done, wow. like, the, he's done like the Eastern journey. So this kind of really should be him doing this. But, it, <laughs> but, but in, in, in retrospect to that, when I mentioned that on one of my um, Akashic readings that I had quite a few years ago, she said, well, so it doesn't really matter whether your brothers or not. It's the connection, you know. It's it's that um, it's the brotherhood line. So it that mm -hmm. energy flows through both of you at some point. Um, so that like, ah, okay, well that makes sense. So now he's very open and accepting to it, and actually um, has decided that 
because I've managed to do this with the Reiki business, he thinks, well, well, why can't I do something like that? So it's kind of like made him Got think some more. wheels turning. Yeah, exactly. So he's he's actually so years. I mean, I still do now. I still paint and I still do artwork and whatever. But he never used to. But now he is. So so that just shows these correlations that we've got going on between us. And he started to do some really, really good artwork and he wants to get his own studio and he wants to start selling it. And I'm just like, wow, it's just, this is like the journey that he now, now needs to be on. I mean, I know he works in the corporate world and he works like for a council and things like that, but to have something that's, that's creative and being able to channel something from within mm-hmm. is so healing for him. Oh my gosh. I love that. I love that for him and for you. That is yeah. so wonderful. Um, I, I, first off, I just want to say, you know, when you were talking about the loneliness aspect, you know, I think we all, when we go through our spiritual awakenings and such, experience some level of loneliness Mm -hmm. even if we are surrounded by people it's like we feel alone we're like you just yearn for someone who understands you you know (laughs) yeah and and you're so right it's like being in connection with you know this the beautiful spiritual community on instagram and um the schh and everything it's like you have people even though we have like this disconnect of of being far apart and things like that uh we have this like innate understanding you know it's like we're all we all have this like commonality within and and we're all here to do you know our our healing and our light working journey but as far as your brother it's when you were telling me the story, all I could hear was you activated him. Like, it's like he probably had you not gone through your journey, like yourself, you, he may not have done it either. Like you said, absolutely. Yeah. So that makes, I can, I can see that correlation between the two of you as you were talking. Yeah. Yeah. That's really awesome. Um, so do you feel, um, you know, on this same kind of note, do you feel like, is it safe for you to be open about everything that you do, like in public, like if you go somewhere, um, you know, go to the grocery store or something like that, <laughs> or, or, um, or whatever the case may be, like you can share about what it is that you do without ridicule? Oh, yeah. I mean, I'll, I'll talk about it. Um, mm-hmm. and, and it's funny because when you talk to people, to people about certain things you can actually feel the vibration from them so you can you can either feel that connection they're like and you've captured the interest (laughs) or just like oh get away I don't want to talk about all that kind of stuff (laughs) but but you can you can you can feel that instant sort of like pull that somebody wants to know like a little bit more because there's something inside them as as we've all experienced that something inside inside us um, is yearning for something more it's yearning for truth it's yearning for answers it's yearning for a, a, a new level of understanding of the world that is kind of like awakening and unfolding around us on so many different levels mm-hmm. so true so true um and i find <laughs> i find that you know because uh, like when we had uh my interview with you you know um whenever it was like what is time it's like everything has been a blur this year like this whole entire year has been a blur for me yeah Uh, 
okay so it's not just me okay good no, it's, <laughs> but it's, just we like, were... it's just like we're just like almost in november i'm just like where's that year gone and it's just like ever since um ever since the start of the pandemic everything just seems to have gone vumph. like i don't is that is that something that's meant to happen to speed things up to make people create this illusion of something else but i don't know but i um I think a lot of people as well, because of, um, especially the situation in the UK, I think a lot of people are just living month by month. So they're living mm. from paycheck to paycheck. And and that kind of like speeds up because they're just, the, the yearning for the next month to bring the next pay and so then they can pay this and they can do that and do that. But that's not really what life is about, is it? It's not about like sort of, oh no, I'm, I'm so, so, you know, embrace the moment of where you are. Embrace the moment of, of things that you can do. You don't need money for everything in life. And, and there's so much enjoyment in just going out into nature, go to the beach, go to the coast, go for a walk and just, just take in the beauty of everything around you mm-hmm. um, on, on so many different levels. And you don't need... You don't need vast amounts of wealth to enjoy the simplest pleasures in life. Mm-hmm. So true, so true. And and it always breaks my heart when, you know, of course you can't stop progress, right? You know, when they yeah. tear something down so they can build some, you know, a stadium or um, or here in the United States, I don't know how it is there, but it seems like there's a bank every 10 feet, <laughs> you know, it's like, why do we need so many banks? Like, yeah. like, it's like you said, everybody's living paycheck to paycheck. Why do we need another bank? You know? So. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And, and like here, I mean, where I live, the town I am, I live, it's, it's more like nail bars and, and barbers and salons and, like another salon comes up or another nail bar comes up and there's already like <laughs> 10 in that street you're like we don't really need any right. more nail bars can we, can we have something a bit more inventive here please that, right you know, like yeah, everybody's it's... hair and nails be looking fine <laughs> <laughs> you're like well i guess it could be a little bit better i'll go to this next bar you know <laughs> Oh my gosh, that is so funny. It's uh I guess I guess our banks are your nail bars. <laughs> I guess you could yeah. say. Oh my gosh, that's so funny. Um okay, so I have two more questions. My my next question is what so far, what has been the most rewarding experience in in your Reiki practice? Oh, there's been a few, <laughs> to be fair. There's been a few. Um, currently, I, I have actually have a client at the minute um, who's who in the States, actually. She's in the US. Um, but she's originally from the town where I live, Darlington, in, in England. Okay. Um, but, she, but she moved to the US with work. Mm-hmm. And I thought, wow, that's strange. That's a really strange connection. But then found yeah. out that um, she'd actually seen a post from one of my friends on, on Facebook about about Reiki and and they were they are friends so she saw her post all the way across in the US and I'm just like so I was having to like try and find out how she found out about it um but watching her journey unfold um from where she started off from being um very anxious very, very anxious because she had to give she has to give um sort of speeches and seminars and things like that mm-hmm. and she didn't have she had real problem with with confidence and being able to put the words out and what have you. 
Mm-hmm. Now she gets up there and she just bosses it. She she's up there and she has no she has no trembling. She has no fear. She just she's just so focused. She knows exactly what she wants and and what she needs to say. And the words come out and people just say like to her like, "Wow, how how have you become so like confident in in speaking because you never used to be used to, and you know so, so even they've seen the difference in it. Um, but now like I was saying before about these different layers that start to unfold. She's, we were just talking the other day on, on a Zoom conference, on a Zoom call, and she was saying that she's now aware of other things that are kind of like, like sort of coming to the surface that, she, that she's, she's realising have been um, affecting her in some way. Um, and and, and there are new, new elements that need to be healed from within. And she's using, she's using meditation and Reiki combined. So she's having like, a session of Reiki and a session of, of meditation like separately during the week mm-hmm. and she's finding like the effects that the two have absolutely like amazing you know and, and after each session she's, she's just like so thankful for it and, and just so um just so peaced out you know it's just been a wonderful journey to watch and like I said before it's, it is a beautiful journey to watch someone or, or speak to someone where they start off and you see them go through the various stages and, and they get to a certain point where you're at now and you're like, wow, you know, it's such a, diff- a different person, such a change, such a mm. beautiful transition from where they've been. Um, yes. They found, found the wings, basically. Yeah, it so is. Oh, my gosh. Like when you just see the progress that people are, you know, like it's almost it's almost like I, I akin what we do to like removing roadblocks, you know, because people yeah. people are responsible for their own healing at the end of the day. Mm. Right. But yeah. but I feel like sometimes um, it's just a matter of like showing them like, hey, here's the door. Like, look, yeah. the door, <laughs> you know, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. or here, look let me move this roadblock out of your way, you know? Um, so that, that's so beautiful. I'm so happy for her that she found her confidence in her voice. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. It's just been, it's been so amazing. Um, you know, and to, and to think that I'm doing that from sat here, <laughs> sending my intention and my thoughts out to her, the other side of the world in the in in america you know and and she's receiving that healing um as as i'm sending it from here and it's Mm -hmm. and it's having this amazing effect it's Mm. like oh it's just like just like (laughs) right right well and it speaks to how we're all connected like how we are all one you know and and the things that that you know, it doesn't matter how far apart we are physically, you know, it, it's like spirit doesn't care. Energy doesn't care. You know, they're going to yeah. find a way. Yeah, absolutely. It's yeah. such an amazing testimony. I love it. Um, so I'm going to wrap this up uh, for today, but Ian, I would absolutely love to have you back on soul print sometime if you oh, I'd love to come back I would love yeah. to come back okay awesome <laughs> awesome um well my very last question for you is how can people find you and get a hold of you uh they can find me on my website which is rickyzen.co.uk um they can find me on instagram which is rickyzen underscore ian um they can find my page on facebook which is rickyzen Ian, I do believe, um, <laughs> or they can find me on my YouTube channel, which is Ian Robinson, Ricky Zen. 
Awesome. And I will have all of this information posted um, in the comments. But Ian, I just want to thank you so much for taking time to talk to me today. Um, everybody, welcome. contact Ian and, and get your heel on. <laughs> <laughs> And thank you everyone for listening to Soul Prince today and we will talk to you soon. Bye. Bye. <laughs>